Hello, my name is Anisha and welcome to A Little Stitious, the podcast where we discuss, break down and make an attempt to understand the history behind some of the most common, craziest and impactful superstitions that we've ever heard of. Now, a little introduction to me and superstitions. I'm the kind of person who both believes and doesn't believe in them according to my own convenience. If I really, really want to do something, I'm going to do it regardless. But if I'm sort of on the edge, then superstitions to the rescue. <laughs> superstitions make for great excuses. But at the same time, they're also huge fear propagators. Most people just follow superstitions because of the fear of what may happen if they don't. So in this podcast, we're going to try to figure out if some of the reactions that we have to these superstitions are even valid. And with that, I heartily welcome you to episode one. Enter righties only. The power that righties hold in this world is absolutely undeniable. Although right-handers do make up roughly 90% of the world's population, the fact that every single thing from desks to scissors to chainsaws is made for the dominant right hand happens to just be one of the many problems that lefties face. Another one of the major problems is superstitions. The superstitions that come hand in hand with the left hand. As children, we are taught to only accept gifts with our right hand, to only give gifts with the right hand, enter places with our right foot, and eat with only our right hand. These practices are common across Asian and African countries, and I'm sure most of us had that first-hand experience of a slap from our mother when we tried accepting money with our left hand. This cultural obsession with the right side of the body is highly prominent in places of worship as well. For example, in temples, you're asked to accept prasad with, guess which hand, the right one, after entering the doors with only your right foot. And if you look at some of the most jarring things that people associate with left-handers or with left-handedness, the words include dishonor, immoral, and even being criminal. Families force children to write with their right hand, and the age-old conception that right is for education and left is for cleaning seems to stem from these words of disgust and impurity. This not only causes mental trauma to young kids who are being told that the way they are is wrong, but also forces them to relearn or rewire their motor skills, which, simply put, just isn't correct. So where did these superstitions come from and why is being left so bad? Let's start by going into some of the mythology where it may have rooted from. In Egyptian and Mesotopian mythology, God's hands supposedly had opposing powers, which means that the God's right hand basically had the power to heal or the ability to bless, whereas the left hand had the power to curse or the ability to cause harm. This translated into paintings and carvings which depicted war scenes where enemies who were known to cause harm were shown holding their weapons in their left hand, which meant that the good side was holding their weapons in the right hand. This may have been where the right is good and left is bad bias started from, but Egyptian culture was just one of the many to believe so. 
In ancient Greece, well-known philosophers Aristotle, Socrates, and Plato all believed that right-handedness was associated with honesty, integrity, and goodness, and left with the opposite, dishonesty, immorality, and the tendency to be more criminal. These three philosophers have made a huge difference in people's perception of many things, and at a time where perhaps questioning them would lead to dire consequences. Although the root of their beliefs may have come from a place similar to Egyptian mythology, their reasoning and explanation is just something I personally cannot fathom. Aristotle wrote that handedness was a direct manifestation of one's soul. So if you're right-handed, it means you're inherently sweet and kind and honest. But if you're left, then oh well. Even more insane than this was Plato's. Plato believed that left-handedness was a direct result of, hold on, bad parenting. Now, obviously, we're at a stage of science and progress where many of these claims just don't hold true. But that being said, they did play a huge role in the bias factor and continue to do so. The tradition of shaking hands with the right hand came from ancient Romans. But then they only did that to make sure that the person they were shaking hands with wasn't hiding any weapons in their sleeves. So a lot of the belief in history behind the left-right bias rooted from mythology and stories about gods and godlike creatures. Even the word left itself was rooted from the Anglo-Saxon word LYFT, lift, I suppose, which means weak. In many languages, including Sanskrit, Korean, Chinese, Dutch, Irish, Finnish, Swedish, Hebrew, and a few more, left is thought to represent weakness, whereas right is thought to represent courageousness. Left even took on the meaning of sinister. And this actually has an interesting explanation. Sinister comes from the root word of sinus, which means pocket. And Romans wore togas, which only had pockets on the left side, which then made the connection that left is sinister. <laughs> Who would have thought? But the question that begs to be asked right now is how accurate these superstitions are to present day and how they have evolved with time. With the expansion of scientific studies also came many opportunities to link maybe not so accurate science to preconceived beliefs. Various studies have shown that people associated left-handedness in present day with lower IQ, lower learning ability, and the tendency to be more creative in a negative light as opposed to being analytical in solution making. Now, logically, you're probably thinking Okay, left hand connected to the right brain, so maybe that makes sense. But actually, it's not true. Studies showed that 98% of right-handers are left-brained, and so are 70% of left-handers. Only 30% of left-handers are either right-brained or bilateral-brained, but even that doesn't show any real connection to IQ or learning ability. What's actually interesting is that handedness may cause you to think differently. In a survey done with left-handers and right-handers, they were shown pictures which were positive or negative in nature and separated them into two columns. 
They separated the positive pictures into the right column and the negative pictures into the left ones. And when the people were asked to choose which side was positive, left-handers almost exclusively all chose the left-hand side, even though those pictures represented negativity. It was theorized that that may have been because of living in a right-handed world and constantly being told that left is bad, and the inherent need to defend oneself and one's goodness. This choosing of sides was also theorized to have an influence on voting polls and ballots, and even to support causes that may be represented by the left-wing or the right-wing government. So is this all just a huge conspiracy theory about politics? <laughs> Who knows? Now, in the beginning, we spoke about entering with the right foot. And this is something I'd like to call the right foot syndrome. Predominantly in Hinduism, the right foot syndrome is found everywhere. Enter a new house with the right foot, new brides have to enter with the right foot, enter temples with the right foot, it's almost everywhere. So the simple question is, why? This bit of history I actually found quite interesting. But to understand it, I may have to use a few complicated orthodox Hindu words, so just be prepared for my annihilation of the pronunciation. Basically, there are six astika or orthodox schools in Hindu culture. These six schools purely believe in various parts of the Vedic scriptures. The schools namely are Nyaya, Vaishaka, Sankhya, Yoga, Mimasa, and Vedanta. And although I'll only be talking about one school today, I have to give a shout out to Yoga. Yoga was the school founded by a sage called Sage Patanjali. It all makes sense now, doesn't it? Plus 10 points to Patanjali's marketing team. Now back to the school of concern today. Sankhya. Sankhya is the oldest school and is known to be the most influential of them all. Sankhya believes in something called a dual reality. The realities are namely Prakriti and Purusha. These two realities are meant to represent balance between the logical, analytical side and the emotional and heartfelt side. Prakriti basically represents things which feed our five senses and which give us temporary or materialistic satisfaction. So if you really want to eat some pizza on your diet, then just tell people that you're prakritic in nature. Purusha, the other reality, represents groundedness. The Purusha reality finds value in knowledge and energy, and not so much with temporary solutions. Sankhya is all about the balance between these two. And now here comes the interesting part. In humans, because our heart is on the left side, and because the heart is thought to be impulsive and emotional, our left side is considered to be prakritic and our right side is considered to be purusha. So when we're entering a temple, the idea is to leave all your worldly desires behind and to be more grounded and stable. And hence, you must begin that journey with your right foot, which is the purusha. Now, various gods in the Hindu culture represent Prakriti and Purusha, and one of the goddesses that represents Purusha is the goddess Lakshmi. So when a new bride is entering home, she is thought to represent Lakshmi to bring prosperity to the house. And that journey as well begins with the right foot, like goddess Lakshmi. 
So to summarize, the idea of left-handers being unauspicious or having no value is absolutely untrue. And where these beliefs rooted from is most likely outdated. The quote-unquote science behind left-handers and the assumption that they don't have fine-tuned motor skills or they have a lower IQ actually is untrue and shows that they have no difference to righties as well. So this quote-unquote science has been disproved too. Now, the superstition of beginning things with your right hand or entering places with your right foot is something that you can decide to believe in for yourself. But after all of this information download, (laughs) there's just one question that you need to think about. Are you still a little stitious? See you next time with another crazier superstition.